It's spoiler in time. This is the show that goes along with Cord Killers. On Cord Killers, we figure out what to watch, where it is, and then after we watch it, we come here and talk about it. This week, we're going to talk about The Righteous Gemstones, Season 3, Episode 5, Secret Invasion, Season 1, Episode 3, and Miami Vice, Season 4, Episode 9, Rising Sun of Death. I'm Tom Merritt. He's Brian Brushwood. Man, I, I really regret that I, I can't retroactively change one of my children's names to Rising Son of Death. <laughs> <laughs> would that be a middle name or? Oh, no, just uh, the complete name. I wouldn't even give a brushwood. I would just yeah. say, <laughs> you are Rising Son of this Death. Is, this, is, uh, this is Janet Brushwood. This is Carl Brushwood. And this is Rising Son of Death. <laughs> yes. Brushwood? Nope. He, he'll be the uh, 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 the Brett Harley Jarvis of... of <laughs> Screw you, Brett Harley Jarvis! <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, let's start with The Righteous Gemstones, Season 3, Episode 5, Interlude. Interlude 3. So this is now a, a thing. We're in Season 3. We get another interlude where we do a flashback episode. Uh, we've had, like, a flashback of John Goodman's character in the past, this was a flashback of the cousins and and actually pretty well focused on Peter and his story, how he bought in to uh, Dr. Eli Gemstone's Y2K buckets uh, and was going to lose a lot of money. Eli agreed to just buy him back, uh, but Eli's sister and, and Peter's wife uh, would have nothing to do with it. So they they shut down that idea, which is is what seems to have driven uh, Peter to rob a bank and get shot at the end of the episode. Well, uh, before we talk about the narrative aspects of this episode, can can we take a moment just to sing the praises of John Goodman, the only human being who has to play the exact same character with completely different actors who are playing the same characters at different ages at different times. So like Amy Lee... Uh, you know, he only sees Amy Lee in the de-aged episodes, the interludes yep. or the flashbacks or what have you. Um, you've got this extraordinary cast. Uh, boy, oh boy. Uh, uh, Kelvin, Jesse and and Judy. Those those yeah. child actors are very, very good at young. Jesse is is possessed. Amazing. Right. Right. Uh, I, and that that young Judy is great, too. Young Kelvin doesn't get enough to work with to really like uh, to to be able to shine as brightly, but is really good as well. But, man, there's something about young Jesse where I'm like, no, that that is absolutely Jesse. Uh, yeah, it's it's it, it, uh, there's a Vulture article that I read earlier that I think Bryce is pulling up right now. Um, uh, uh, it was a lot of fun to see young Amber and how the two of them began their courtship. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but, but just on technical merits uh, for the difficulty of being John Goodman playing a younger version of his own character with other actors playing, playing younger versions. It's just chef's kiss. Uh, 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 and one, one more quick note. Um, I'm, I'm getting my daughters onboarded to righteous gemstones. And the moment the, they saw that the episode was titled interlude, they cheered. And really? that alone is a technical merit where it's like they've trained everybody in the audience to understand that about midway through each of the seasons, there's going to be one episode entirely set in the past. Yep. Uh, 
I did not expect as many narrative gifts as we received in this. Everything from how the scar showed up on on Peter's face to uh, uh, to the uh, preaching against the abundance gospel to the obvious, a, a, a good magic trick, you know, it's in front of you the entire time. It, 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 of course, the gemstones would have prepper kits. And of course, the prepper guy would buy in on, at a stock level on it. And of course, the prepper guy would double down emotionally on his Im- investment at a supernatural next level that would bring him all the way to the crazy cult status that he has now. Yeah. Uh, this is a great show. Maybe the best show of all time. It's great. I, I don't have a lot to add to that, to be honest. Uh, you know, we we had the, the subplot of uh, young Amber and young Judy uh, having the fight and the jealousy. And that is very clearly setting us up to have them have a fight in the future over Amber. The system. Yeah, uh, giving the system to to Judy's husband. Uh, so so that felt like the only part of this plot line where I'm like, oh, I'm going to get the fulfillment on this in a future episode. Uh, but it was still it was still fun. It was, it was still well told. Uh, it just didn't didn't feel as as rich and thick as the other ones to me. There's a number of moments, and keep in mind. So uh, when you go to trivia night, if you play trivia night by yourself then you are at a disadvantage when you have like four or five people in your group, because between all of you, you'll figure more things out. Uh, Watching this with the entire family was a joy because I would have missed little things like when Jesse says, well, uh, we could, we could smash stuff up with the redeemer. And then it was Penny who shouted out, Oh my God, that's the Barbie mobile that uh, 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 that Walton Goggins uh, gave her uh, as a as a kid, and so on. Uh, and and uh, so many of these, the the consistency of uh, you could tell that they're they're keeping notes on everything, and it really really shows in an episode like this. Is is this the first episode, or one of the only times where we are talking about a crisis of faith, especially with uh Eli with anyone in in the church proper because we we get it between him and uh and Amy Lee just a little bit at the end there mm-hmm. but not, but we've not, never not a... really touched on that ever and it, it, because I know I've thought that before like why you know we're not exactly doing the scheme or fraudster storyline until now well and and uh oh that's a really good point Bryce because I, I think if we go back and listen to early uh, spoiler-in-time episodes as we're watching it, I was convinced that this was a cynical story. And one of the things that made me fall in love with the story is that it's not cynical. I mean, it's, it's awful. They're terrible people. But, but it's not cynical at all from the point of view of the family. Um, and, and now that I believe it, I, I think you're right, Bryce, when it comes to all of the gemstones— there's never been a moment of cynicism and Amy Lee, you know, the, the, the absent heart of this family saying, I don't know. I, I found myself selling a thing that I didn't really believe in. And that may, and of course the conversation is not about God or whatever. It's just about Y2K. That's a really sharp observation. I think that explains my mixed feelings of Eli going down and talking to the people 
because mm -hmm. what you would usually get is honesty from this family. Like they're awful people, but a great example of that is when someone, one of the cousins tells Jesse like Cur cursing is a sin. And Jesse's like, yeah, watch me pile up a bunch more of them. It's like, oh yeah, that's honesty. He's not a hypocrite who's trying to pretend he never sins. Uh, he, he knows he can be forgiven. They're not Catholics, but sure. Why not? Uh, or whatever. Um, what I saw, what I expected to see when Martin says, you just need to go talk to him. And when Amy Lee is saying, you know, we didn't think it was going to happen in our hearts was Eli confess. Uh, you know what? I, I, I did something I shouldn't have. Uh, I, I went with something. I was, I fell into temptation, but instead he didn't, he didn't admit anything. He just told them the reasons you're here was to be with us and to worship. And it's not our fault. It didn't happen. Thank goodness. It didn't. He doesn't actually lie, but it's the first time I've seen him not kind of dance around the truth, which is exactly what you would expect from this kind of it's setup, a, right? He, he engaged in the behavior of managing yes. a crisis. Right. Uh, and part of managing a crisis, um, uh, it, it could be implied that he was not treating his congregation as uh entities deserving of full respect but instead of things that had to be situated so that he could yeah. keep his operation if I say going these things i won't get in trouble and they'll come back to me versus let me just be frank with you right which uh yeah. and even then they they're not heavy-handed about any of that which is right which just brings me back to it's a good show and uh, yeah well, I, I I agree. Like this is a very subtle way of approaching this issue. They they could have had him just bluster and 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 be a fraud, uh, you know, a total fraud. A baby they Billy. He never lied. He just he just was very careful in the way he told the truth. Yeah, uh, baby Billy represents complete cynicism. Yeah. Um, but the gemstones. I, I agree with Bryce's uh, thesis that this is the closest we've ever seen the core gemstones to come to cynicism. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or just even, you know, a question of faith. Um, I guess in this case, it's really exploited, uh, you know, well, but, but there is a level of like, well, if, uh, what does it mean if you don't believe that an apocalypse is going to come? I, I, I don't know if it's a question of faith because, uh, because we experience it after the fact, right? It's it, it everything takes place after Y2K didn't happen. And by the way, uh, oh man, what a what a crazy wonderful time Y2K was. Oh, if if, 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 if you didn't have money at the time, you missed out. That was a fun time to engage in a little bit of a, a prepper uh, fantasy role play. It was amazing. And was it helped or, or, or hindered by the acts of, of religiously motivated enterprises? Oh, and that's the other thing is uh, uh, clearly the, this thread is inspired by uh, Jim Baker. Uh, and I, I assume at that time, I, I don't know if he was still with Tammy Faye or whatever, but, but, but like uh, Jim Baker has sold a lot of magical doodads on late night television. And that's what they're riffing on. And it's like, okay, if somebody um believes they're spreading the gospel and wants to do so in an over-the-top 
showbooty manner uh, manner, then why wouldn't they be part of the Y2K thing? And to make that a core component and to use that as a way to explain the hostility between them and the, um, uh, uh, it's not McKenzie's, uh, whatever the other family name is. Um, it was great. It was great. Montgomery's. 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 Yeah. All right. Any other thoughts on the righteous gemstones? I think we should stop watching it. <laughs> That's a surprising twist, folks. <laughs> Brian calls for us to halt. Uh, we put it to a vote. Bryce, should we stop watching it? Uh, no, we should continue watching it. Tom. I agree. No, you're outvoted, Brian. We're going to continue no. to watch the righteous gemstones right. next week. Get dunked on. Six. <laughs> That's The Righteous Jeff Stone, Season 3, Episode 5.